Welcome to the podcast of Shannon, the Intuitive Guy, where we're going to talk about all things intuitive. Hi, and welcome to the podcast of Shannon, the Intuitive Guide. I am Shannon. I am a psychic medium and tarot card reader. Today's episode is brought to you by my newest offering, which is Shine with Shannon. It's for anyone who thinks that they have intuitive or psychic abilities. I have a one-on-one mentoring program that goes over eight weeks. Head to the website, shannontheintuitiveguide.com.au to find out more. So guys, today's episode is going to be about what I call muggle life versus my spiritual life. So big Harry Potter fan here in my whole household. We love Harry Potter. And so for my corporate job, my muggle job and my and whatnot, that's what we classify it as, my, my muggle life or my work life. Um, plus, you know, all the things I need to do as a partner or a mother um, and just a general human really. Um, and the other part is my spiritual part. Uh, and that includes my own personal spiritual practices and my business practices. So I wanted to talk a little bit about how I balanced that and how that was a big evolution for me as well um, as I went through that. So I started off, as you guys know, um, having spiritual upbringing and whatnot with my mum, who was very open uh, with these sorts of things. Like I think my first reading I got, I was maybe, I don't know, teenager, mid-teens. So with that influence in my life, I've had a very spiritual free, I've had a lot of spiritual freedom, I guess you could say. So I, let's go back to where my muggle life really started. So at the end of high school, I knew I didn't want to go to university and all on, like, I'm going to get real vulnerable here. In all honesty, I didn't think I was intelligent enough at the time to attend university. And so I, instead in my year 11 and 12, took on doing a TAFE course whilst at school. So I did a certificate three in business administration in lieu of getting an ATAR, uh, whatever it was. I think it was, I can't remember what it was back then, to be honest. Um, So I did that and I knew that uni wasn't for me. So when I come to the end of school, I did have a part-time job in a cafe slash donut shop that I'd worked in for a few years. And I'm like, this isn't what I want to do. That was really just a part-time job whilst I was at school and I went to a few recruiters and whatnot. I thought, all I want's an office job because, in all honesty, I'd worked in this shop for a couple of years and sacrificed practically every Saturday and Sunday for many years. And I was like, I want a job where I don't have to work weekends. So I thought, well, the what I need to do is get some sort of job in an office, a minute, like an administration role or something along those lines so I don't have to work weekends. And so I went and I applied for a few jobs and I remember going into the city and meeting a recruiter and obviously I had no experience other than some customer service experience from working in the shop. So I had pretty limited options at that time and I thought surely I could get a job as a receptionist, you know, a junior role pretty much. 
And so I tried a few things and nothing was happening. Luckily, I still had my job at the shop and that was fine. Like it sounds like it was a long time, but in all honesty, it was sort of just the January once I had finished year 12 and I was having conversation with my mum and she's like, well, we offer traineeships at work. What if you went for one of those? And it was kind of, oh yeah, well, what have I got to lose? I'll give it a go and put myself forward for it. Went into the city, met the, um, company that outsourced the trainees to different organizations, met with them. They were pretty happy. So then I was able to meet with mum's work directly, have an interview there and got called at the shop that afternoon to find out that I had been successful in getting one of two traineeships for that year. And that started off my corporate journey. And during my traineeship, I was able, so I worked in a reasonable sized organization and I was able to work with every department at that time. It was very different times. It was 20 years ago. So it was very different. I was able to work with every department and I absolutely loved loans and lending. I found it fascinating. So at the end of my traineeship, I stayed with the company. They offered me a full-time position because as a trainee, I was actually employed by a different company and just placed there. And so they offered me to come and work permanently for them as a result of that in a lending capacity. So, and long story short, 20 years later, I am still there. However, during my time in my muggle job and in my corporate world, I have now done five different qualifications leading all the way up to a university level. So it's amazing how back as an 18 year old, I didn't believe myself smart enough and as an adult, I went back and was able to do that. So it's kind of like that proving to myself that I was able and and intelligent enough to do it and pass. So that was really something very big for me. And I've enjoyed many opportunities. I've been able to travel around parts of Australia as a result of my corporate job. And I've met many people and made lifetime friendships as a result of working at this organization. So it means a lot to me. And probably a lot of people think, well, if she can do the spiritual side of things and and get messages and talk to spirits and all of that sort of stuff, why does she hang on to her corporate job? That is why I still have a passion for it. I still love it. And I have so many ties there that I'd be really sad to lose that. And I'm just not ready to let that go. And I don't think I'll be ready to let that go for some time. So that then leaves me in the position where I have to juggle or enjoy juggling, to be honest, my muggle and corporate world with my spiritual world. So a few years back, I came out of the spiritual closet and worked with a mentor as you guys, if you've been listening to the podcast, know all about how I was mentored and really helped me hone in on how to read my signs and my symbols because everyone's a different for themselves. And also then I was mentored on how to kick off my spiritual business. And I even remember when I was working with my mentor, she said, your guides are saying, how are you going to do this? You're already busy enough because, you know, not only do I have this 
corporate job, but I have children and, uh, you know, a fiance and I've got a household and all the other things that, you know, just life keeps you quite busy. And it was always like, but this, I need to do it. I need to do it. So the spiritual job is very much about serving others and being able to deliver messages to people to give them that healing, that shift in energy, because a reading's not just you getting a couple of messages. It's about shifting your energy. It's about healing traumas that are there. And you may not realize it at the time, but it's those little messages that you get during a reading that can help it. So I felt that I had to make both work and I love doing it. So I will be, I dedicate a lot of my time outside of my muggle job to make sure that I can look after my spiritual clients as well. And I love building new offerings and everything like that. So one of the ways that I make sure I'm doing everything I need to do is I have to be super on top of my calendar. And if I don't do that, I'll get really lost. But I've got all, I've got everything working in there. So I've obviously got my work calendar um, and work times are blocked out for readings because I obviously need to be there. And then I work another calendar for my spiritual readings that link to my personal calendar, which I look after jointly or so it's connected as a family calendar so everyone knows what's going on. So if I have a reading booked in or a session booked in or I've got some time blocked out to do tarot readings for my subscribers or preparing content or whatever it might be, it's very much about being on top of my calendars and making sure that I time block. So it's like, okay, you know, obviously this day, this day is a work day, but when I finish work, I might, I take the kids to soccer training, come home, make dinner, and then I'm going to dedicate an hour to working on my spiritual side of things. So it also means that it becomes quite a juggle as well to find some self-care time for me because with so much on my plate, I obviously need to make sure that my cup is filled as well. So even that will be almost, even though I might not put it in my calendar, I'm very much about like lists and ticking things off in my head. It might be okay tonight. I'm going to go take the kids to soccer training. We'll make dinner. I'll get them off to bed. And then I'm going to go take a bath and I'm going to sit in there and I'm going to put my iPad on my little bath caddy that I have. And I'm going to watch an episode of The Real Housewives or something like that, something that's dramatic and wonderful to watch, but it doesn't mean, it means I don't have to think or pay too much attention. It's just easy watching. So I love doing that. Or it could be as simple as once I get the kids into bed that I sit down and I have a cup of tea or something like that, or watch a telly show that can help me relax. So for example, even at the moment, it is later in the afternoon, I work today. And once I finish work, I stopped, I made I put on a couple of my candles in the lounge room and said, okay, now no one's actually home at the moment, which is wonderful and rare. Um, So I'm going to sit down and I'm going to put this podcast because I have been thinking about this one for quite some time. And then once people get home, I will start to make dinner. And then I also have um, a session booked later on tonight. So that is why if you guys have ever been on my website and have a look, 
why the reading sessions are at nighttime. It's just when I can do it because like I said, I feel so drawn and I want to do it so much. It's what lights my soul on fire that I need to do that. So yeah, it did take a really long time to be able to juggle everything, to not feel guilt over spending time on my spiritual side or my spiritual business. It did take a lot of time and probably personal shadow work to go, hang on, this is what I'm really meant to do. And even that spiritual spirituality can be very much and like signs and symbols and messages can come through at any given time from my spirit guides, I'm still quite structured. So in the morning I'll get up in and what I'll do is make my coffee and then I will go and take a photo of the mantra book that I share on my stories every day because I love that consistency. I also love the beautiful messages that come through as a result of that. Then I'll go sign on to my computer for the day and start my muggle work. So, and then juggle, you know, taking the kids to school and things like that. So it sounds like a lot, but I've always been someone who loves the chaos, who loves the busyness. Uh, I absolutely thrive in it. If I had nothing to do, I'd sit around and go, oh my gosh, I'm lost. So I do thoroughly enjoy that. But like I said, I do have to be quite strict on my boundaries. I always do, though, keep a bit of time aside to make sure if someone needs a reading that I will accommodate as best that I can, especially those who are just a bit lost and feeling like they need something quite quickly. I'll always make sure that I accommodate those people because they've been sent to me for a reason. And the sooner I can get those messages to that person, the better that they can be. And they can start to shift that energy that they're in, that they're stuck in usually, because if they're reaching out to me and want something quite quickly, there's an energy that they're stuck in that I need to move around. So... (laughs) What it also means in being a juggling muggle and spiritual is that uh, my poor partner, my poor fiance, Julian, finds it very difficult to surprise me. I do try and put boundaries up with my spirit guides that I don't want to know too much. I want to go through it. But for example, if he tells me he's bought me a gift, I can generally get a feel of what he's purchased me or bought me or wants to surprise me with. So to make sure that I still get to have that human experience, I have to make sure that I have those boundaries up so that I can enjoy that. And I also don't want to ruin the hard work that he's gone to, to surprise for me. Um, But yeah, he also had some adjusting to do, you know, someone who is able to have messages and whatnot, and he embraces it. Um, and he will say to me, what do you think about this? What are you getting about this? So he's pretty lucky because he's got a psychic that can do it. But in all honesty, I, I tap in as much as I can, but being so close, it's a challenge sometimes to get him the messages that he is looking for. Uh, but I try, I, I still try and send what I can, like get what I can through for him and let him know what that is. So, and with the boys, in all honesty, um, they do know that I have abilities and they love playing with my tarot cards and understanding the meanings. They don't fully know what I what I do and whatnot, and it's not anything other than 
I'm I'm just not ready to explain it to them because yeah I just I just I'm not I don't know how to explain it I don't know why I'm just not ready to go there with them about that they do know little bits and pieces and they'll know that I'll be going off to chat with a client um, or you know to do a reading but because I have actually worked from home since before they were born, COVID didn't send me home. I was very lucky. I've actually worked from home for over a decade um, that they know no different that if I have to go into my office and shut the door and um, jump on my computer for a Zoom meeting, it's no different from my muggle job to doing a reading for a client in their eyes. So they know that not to come and interrupt, to let me be. Um, the boys actually also enjoy being saged and cleansed. They will come and ask if they can, you know, mummy, can you get rid of the negative energy? And they will come in and want to be saged, which I think is amazing. Um, and I do implement parts of spirituality in to their lives as well. So um, if I can, I will try and use essential oils to help with um, things for them. I will try. They love crystals. The boys absolutely love crystals. If I take them to a crystal shop, cannot get them out of it. So they absolutely love that side of it. They love how the crystals look, what they mean. Um, they're also massive Minecraft players. So um, for those out there who play Minecraft or have little ones who play Minecraft, you will know that there's such things as amethyst and obsidian and all of those sorts of things in the game. So even a couple of weeks ago, the boys are like, you can't get amethyst in Australia. It doesn't come from here, blah, blah, blah. And I actually follow someone on Instagram who goes and digs for crystals in Australia. And one of the biggest things he finds is amethyst. And he had found like this gigantic sort of cave, I guess, of amethyst points. And I was showing the boys this video and their mind was blown. So I actually then DM'd this person who does it and said, oh my gosh, in my boy's eyes, you're a bit like our generation's Indiana Jones because you go out there and you're digging for amethyst and they think that's absolutely amazing and he thought that was pretty cool too. So they do embrace it from the, like I do let them embrace certain aspects of it and I think it's really interesting that they know they will also, when it comes time to putting crystals out to recharge them in a full moon, which is what I like because I love the potent energy of that, the boys will help gather around the house um, all the crystals that we have, which is quite a lot <laughs> and probably growing on a very regular basis. But they will go around, they'll help me. We have a balcony at the back of our house, which tends to get a good amount of moonlight. So we'll put it all out there. And then the boys the next morning will come back and they will help me put them all away. So they do love it. They all have their own pendulums, um, which they like doing. They I pretty funny actually um as they all play soccer or sometimes on a saturday morning they will use their pendulum to ask if they will win their match that day so i think that's really cute that they do that um and and embrace that part of it which is really amazing so it did take a little bit of practice as i said it um yeah a little bit of adjusting for everybody especially once i ramped the business side of things up 
But my whole family have been very supportive and amazing as a result of it. Sometimes I do have to call when I am burning out. It happens to me quite a bit. So a few years back, um, I was going through quite a stressful time in my life. And due to being so stressed and run down, I got glandular fever really badly. And as a lasting effect, I suffer with my fatigue levels. So if I have an illness or an infection, the fatigue kicks in and I I quite struggle with that. So I do have to make sure that I stay on top of my health because working in this spiritual side of things, as well as juggling the muggle job, it can take quite a bit out of me energetically, um, which then can sometimes lead to being ill. So I have to be really careful. But when I am feeling that I'm getting to that point, I have learnt to wave the white flag and go, okay, I know I need to rest now. I'm going to block some time out and I'm just going to chill and watch something on Netflix. Um, or I'm just going to go and we have a spa in our house. It'll just be, I want to spend the afternoon in the spa, just chilling out. I need a reset time so that I can be at my best because so many others need me. And that's how I feel. And I love it. And I know that could be daunting and overwhelming for others, but I actually love that so many people need me (laughs) um, throughout my day. So be it my boys, my fiance, my dog, oh my gosh, he's one of the neediest, um, my work. And then obviously my beautiful clients um, that come along for their readings and Yeah. And I do think that, and have sort of evolved as a result of the traumas that I've been through throughout my life, feel very much called to help women who have been through trauma themselves in one way or another. I love the process of watching a woman, a woman, sorry, rebuild herself after a major trauma or any trauma Um, has happened to her. And I love to see her come back into her power and find her voice again and all of those sorts of things that lights me up because I have been that woman who needed help from others. And I did turn to psychics and mediums um, and whatnot to help me at that time that I needed. What was the messages that I needed? What was the guidance that I needed? And that absolutely helped me and has been amazing. And I love that I can do that for others as a result. So that is why I push myself sometimes, making sure I'm sticking within my boundaries and absolutely love it. So thank you guys for listening on how I juggle my muggle life versus my spiritual life. If you have any questions and you'd like to find out more, you can always drop me a DM on Instagram. I am Shannon, the intuitive guide. Like I said, you guys can check me out there um, and send me a DM. Happy to answer any questions. I've also just recently launched my Shine with Shannon program. It is an eight-week program for anyone who believes that they have psychic abilities and would would wish to develop those further. It is a one-on-one program where we meet hourly via Zoom each week where and I will tailor the mentoring to your needs. So guys, love and light. Have the best day. For a psychic reading or tarot card reading, head to my website, shannontheintuitiveguide.com.au.